0: and welcome back to the football fig nuts podcast if you're keeping track at home this is season five episode seven and if you've been keeping track since the beginning this is episode number 201 and my name is Britt. i'm craig craig we finish up the roundtable series tonight i am so excited to be welcoming welcoming our contributors back let's go ahead and start introducing them first off he's appeared on more episodes of this podcast than any of our contributors please welcome the cinch
1: Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here as
0: always. Always great to have you on. You great bring bring such great insight to our podcast. And speaking of great insight, we couldn't get another guest that had great insight, so we brought in Sean. <laughs> Sean, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I have insights. I okay. Wait <laughs> I to a minute. I'm gonna that. I'm gonna out him right now because I've got we've got the cameras on as we're recording this. John's Sean getting. is literally flipping through a magazine. Hold that up for the camera. What are you flipping through? It's a fantasy football magazine. Okay, so he th- I did not know they still
2: made those.
3: <laughs> they do,
2: they, they do. do. I like. I to saw do them it in the store nostalgia. the other day. I like to do it for nostalgia. I get them very early when they first come out, and I just kind of peek through it, look Before at it. anyone's no hurt or traded. No way, yeah. No way do I use I them out. for my draft. I might use the cheat sheets to mark off players. That's about it when I use them. Yeah, the that is,
3: you know, I've brought in my laptop. Brought in? Brought? Brought? like my laptop before or try to use my phone. And like, it is a little hard to keep track of. Like it's a lot, it's quicker to write things down, like or cross off names, you know? So
0: I print out, I print out a a cheat sheet still, but uh, all right. So, so, so how many magazines have you bought Sean? Let's start there before we even get to the beers. He's holding up a two. Okay. Cinch, (laughs) how many physical magazines have you bought in preparation for your draft?
1: I have not bought a magazine for a draft in about five, six years. Okay. All Craig Craig, how
0: many physical magazines have you bought this year? Uh, that would be 0. Okay, so 0. So between the four of us, we've purchased a total of two magazines and they're both sitting on Sean's couch. Yes. So okay. I'm, yeah. I'm but, sorry.
2: I just love the nostalgia, man. It loves yeah, the I feel of it. it.
0: I get it. I get it. I I, I, I I, have it in my head now that he goes into like a bookstore in March, like before the draft even happens and is like, picks them up. It just opens them and shoves his face in them and takes a deep breath. Through the nostrils to <laughs> smell the paper.
3: <laughs> it's a good smell. Well, bookstore but anyway, anyway, but yeah, go on. I,
0: I can't, I've got a sidetrack before we even got to the interesting part. Guys, you know what time it is? It's time to open a beer.
2: Let's start with uh, Sean, because I see him cracking one open. Sean, what are you drinking tonight? I am. I just got back from North Carolina. Um, I had a bunch of different beers down there. I actually am drinking something that I already had. It's big day off from back east from my Connecticut. However, be, that is because I have a little surprise for you, gentlemen. Oh. I have brought back. Four beers for each of you.
3: What?
2: From different breweries in North Carolina. i just gonna wow. say, so, how do you go all the way down there thank and not you. come back with something? have well, I, mean, I drank plenty of them down there. That's fair. I came back stuff for you guys. That's thank fair. you. Well,
0: thank you. We'll look forward to seeing you now. So, Since, what are you drinking what? tonight?
1: Let's forget the podcast and go find uh, Sean.
3: <laughs> yeah, let's yep. just go have a drink. Yeah, we no, want to do a best ball people. league anyway. <laughs>
1: We gotta get
0: together, and do a best ball league anyway. So I might as well. Since what do you got? Oh, he's cracking it open. Oh,
1: I know what that can is. I just opened a quiet life.
0: Nice. Fox, Fox Farm. Farm. Yeah, that's that was. Christie liked that one. I think I think Craig had that one as well. Did you try the Quiet Life, Craig?
3: Yeah, that one was good. I enjoyed all okay. the. I picked out the lighter Fox Farm uh, stuff. I enjoyed all of them. And so that brings us to you, Craig. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking. Oh, if I can open the can, um, it's from this random brewery that no one's heard of called Northway, um, like <laughs> Avenue of the Pines. Um, it's called? Oh, <laughs> some so, uh, I in your think, honor.
0: <laughs> I don't think Cinch and Sean know this, but um, about a week ago, um, uh, Craig's wife and our producer Laura, um, went to uh, what had had a friend that went up to Lake George. And, uh, while she was there, Laura was like, if you bring me back a couple avenues of the pines, I won't mind. I think we've lost Sean for sound. Uh Uh-oh. He's shaking his head. I don't know what he's doing. I don't think he can hear us. We might've lost Sean, but we'll figure it out. So, okay. Avenue of the pines. That's, that's obviously a Brit fave tonight while Sean tries to get his audio working. I am drinking a brand new beer. And when I say brand new, I mean, it hit today, at least according to Instagram it hit today. I am drinking Strange Horizons. Oh
3: yes, by the Two Roads
0: art. Brewing. This is so. This is. Um, it was. It's. It's a. It's made in tribute to the band Greta Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're gonna be playing locally, so I believe they use some of uh, album art there. But it's uh, a hazy IPA dedicated to her. I've not tasted this yet, so Uh-oh. I am literally gonna taste this and for this this the first is, time right now. This is
3: special for me because Britt uh, has his camera on, so I can see him. So this is like we're yeah. in the studio again, because I love watching Britt taste new beers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I make a lot of faces, so here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute my mic, and, and right. Craig can talk you through the facial expressions. <laughs> Sean, can you hear us? No, Sean can't hear us.
3: All right, Sean, leaving Connect
0: again. Sean, yeah, he, I think as we're trying to do. Okay, let's try this. Here we go. All right.
3: Britt mutes Mike. He's taking a swig. He's swishing it around, and now he's in deep thought with his new glasses. Oh, he blinked. He looks interested. And slightly confused at what he tastes.
0: Okay, that is really freaking good. Um, it's it's definitely a hazy IPA, but it's not juicy hazy. Like you can even see. I'll hold it up for the camera, you guys will be able to see. It's not like oh, very yeah, that's, thick. Pretty,
3: that's pretty There's
0: light. There's decent light penetration on it, like, and I don't even have really good light on this. But I mean, oh god, that's not good. That doesn't help. But you can see that it light like, gets through there. Yeah. Cinch's beer is actually darker than mine. Um, but it's got a Really nice flavor to it it's I, I there's no tropical to it at all but no, it's kind it, of really does
3: it say what hops are in it
0: you know i didn't read the can
3: let's find out i gotta if they're there
0: so so craig mentioned my new glasses i'm I, I i'm old now so i'm wearing transition lenses so if you see me go like this it's because i'm trying to get used to the fact that up here allows me to see far away and down here allows me to read Oh. So uh, Two Roads believes in the solid- satisfying reward of exploring new and alternative pathways rather than following the mainstream in all aspects of life and beer. And we support beer drinkers who feel the same way. Take the road less traveled is our credo and making the most interesting and delicious beers is our business. Well, that told me nothing. <laughs> Thanks. That really didn't. Thanks for the ad. Hashtag sponsor us. <laughs> You're welcome, Two Two Roads. <laughs>
1: Brett, those are bifocals?
0: These is that yes, a transition? these are okay. yep, transition. Transitions are bifocals without like the bifocal box. So like there's no line in here. Like if you were holding these in front of you, you would not be able to tell which part is for reading and which part isn't. But yes, it's essentially bifocals without the line. My brain is having a terrible time with this adjustment. Absolutely horrendous. It beyond the fact that the frames I chose made me look like a fat Elvis Costello. Beyond that, there it's they're just my eyes are, are completely confused as to what the hell's going on because normally I'll just you know where my head is okay I'll look at stuff out down out of that corner no I can't do that for something that's far away now so anyway don't nobody cares about my glasses I'm trying to kill time because we've lost Sean
3: wait did he, did he leave and connect again he, uh, he I see him I'm yeah I'm here
0: I hey, can hear here. him okay great we can stop talking about my glasses hopefully Perfect. Frank can edit that out all right moving on. <laughs> So we're all drinking beer. I don't know. Sean, did you see what I'm drinking? I did not. It's a brand new Two Roads beer called uh, Strange Horizons. Oh. And it's good. All right. Moving on. Uh, Burning hot takes. Uh, I'm going to yield to our contributors first. Which one of you gentlemen has a burning question you want to ask the group? This is our draft strategy episode, by the way. So I'm expecting it's going to be something about either draft or seasonal prep. Something about getting ready for the season.
2: So, how, how, how do you like to prepare for. Hey, okay,
1: I'll go. Yep.
0: You can hear me. Okay, so Sean started and then Cinch started. <laughs> so, we might have a little bit of an audio delay that we're going to have to work through. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start and I'm not going to leave things in the air anymore. So, let's start with Cinch. Cinch, what do you <laughs> like to do to get ready for the draft? Or what question would you like to ask us about?
1: Well, first off, I can't see or hear Sean. So, we'll have to work through that. All right, I'll make sure I prompt folks to keep this moving. We're doing it live, folks. <laughs> the question I was going to ask is, locked in your expert prediction printout stick? Because there will always be a player that you pass that the experts have high. So how far down will you wait before you draft that guy that you really didn't want to draft? The expert has him high.
0: So you're saying I got a draft cheat sheet in front of me and the experts got, let's, we're just going to toss, we're just going to toss a name out there. Like, I don't know, Ronald Jones. So some (laughs) experts have Ronald Jones. high. There's one guy on this call who has Ronald Jones, you know, at, at, at um, running back zero. That's how high he has him. He has him above (laughs) running back one. So how, how long do I wait for me personally? It's going to depend on, it's going to depend on what else goes. It, that decision to me, comes down to when I see the next name on the list, and I'm like, no way. I just can't. So it's situational for me. It's situational for me. You know, The famous one for me, to, to, to along Cinch's point, is Mike Evans. Every year, <laughs> I, I look at wide receiver, and Mike Evans is sitting there, and I go, I'm not taking Mike Evans. And two <laughs> rounds later, the question is, Mike Evans or Robbie Anderson? And now, all of a sudden, Mike Evans looks pretty good. So that's, that's where I do. I do it based on, on situational Sean, you're, you're Sean is reacting violently on the video. Sean, what do you got?
2: Don't you have Mike Evans in the Scott fish bowl? I do. (laughs) And he was very upset about it at the time. Oh my God. I threw a chair.
0: (laughs) I threw a chair, but yes. All right. So Sean, how long do you wait? Is there a prescribed time or is it
2: situational for you? Definitely situational. I mean, uh, it's obviously based on what I have already based on where, my tears like you know, if I'm if I have a tier of like these guys and that guy, even though he's ranked higher, ranked higher, uh, I'm putting air quotes up. I, I just I'll take the other guys first uh, before taking them. Um, you know, I, I hear you know a great thing on 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 some some uh, stations that I hear is don't don't be fooled and be gr- be happy when you get a grade from a draft, a grade, a, you know, after your draft that the the computer says, Hey, you got an A. Yeah. You know what that means? That you're probably not going to win your league. That because, means you were
0: as close to their
2: projections as you could have been. Yeah. You got, you gotta be able to, to, to get away from, okay, I'll take the next guy on the ADP. I'll take the next guy on the ADP because that's not going to work for you. Right.
0: What do you think about
2: this?
3: um i'm along the same lines as you uh it's very situational like if it's you know hypothetical rounds and whatever like if it's the 10th round and i need a quarterback and someone's telling me to draft Dak, like i don't know if i'd even take him i would think about it at that point but yeah it's same same with you it has to be really situational i'd have to see who like the next two or three people were behind him And kind of go from there.
0: What about you? When do you start to question your debating with the experts?
1: There are certain players. Forget it. I'm not drafting. I have a Texan on my team this year. No (laughs) matter what. Mike Evans is a good one. Because it would take him dropping before I draft him.
0: Drafting Um, how far? (laughs) Because I'll tell you right now where we took him. In the Scott Fishbowl? We took him at the end of round five.
3: Okay, I was thinking seven or eight.
0: Yeah, but he's got a weird game.
3: draft though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know point. if we can use that as an example.
0: So wait a minute, let me just give you the three wide receivers that went because three wide receivers went before him. These three guys went before him in our draft. DJ Moore, Alan Robinson, and Terry McLaurin.
2: Those were the ones just before. Okay. Just before. The next wide that, receiver here.
0: taken was Amari Cooper. And I was not having any part of Amari Cooper no, because that, Craig would disown me. And here's the, here's the big thing. He too was, much of
1: an injury risk.
2: He's hurt already. And his quarterback, same when, thing. Sean, what do you got? I, he's, the, he's in that tier. So, you know, again, if he's the last guy on that tier and you're like, do I want to drop down to the other, that tier that I already ranked and grab the other guy, because I really don't think like him or think, you know, think he has stone hands. Hey, I don't know if I can even do it then. But, yeah. but because I ranked them with that tier for a reason. Since you were about to say something
0: and I cut you off, please finish your thought.
1: I forgot already.
0: We'll okay, move that's on. fair. That's fair. Moving on. Sean, burning hot take. Question you want to ask the group
2: about draft strategy or draft prep or season prep? Well, that, I mean, I kind of like was referring to it. It's like, how, how do you uh, prepare for it? Do you? Do you just do a lot of mock drafts? Do you do research? Do you, um, you know, I I like, like I said, I'd like to take um, lots of other expert opinions, uh, make my own rankings and then my own tiers, uh, and then obviously do a lot of mock drafts. So that's where I like to go. Where do you guys like to go with your draft preparation?
0: Let's start with Cinch on that. Cinch, how do you prepare for the draft? Where do do you like to go? What do you like to do?
1: I listen to a million podcasts and expert and no one is an expert because when it comes to my draft picks, I'm the only expert that matters. So I don't care. I I listen to what everyone says, but I don't care what anyone says. So several different sites and since we are all drafting together, I'm not telling you. (laughs) Exactly. So
0: Exactly. I'll tell everybody easily. I listen to a lot of Sirius XM fantasy sports radio, but it's essentially the same thing as Cinch just said. Every like two hours, it's a different analyst from a different site every day of the week. So I'm going to hear fantasy pros. I'm going to hear fantasy points. I'm going to hear fantasy guru. I'm going to hear all these different experts. And you can literally in a 10 minute span here. I'm just going to pick on Mike Evans because I have him on my screen right now. Mark Evans is the most underweighted receiver in the entire league. He's obviously the top three receiver. And then 10 minutes later, they take a news break, and a new guy comes on and goes, Mike Evans downgraded on my board. He's a wide receiver, too, at best. And you're like, okay, ultimately, you have to decide for yourself. That's fair. But that's what I really do. That and a lot of this prep. You know, a lot of reading what you guys write and putting together this stuff is a lot of what I do. Craig, how do you prepare?
3: Um, Same – same kind of thing, kind of a mix of everyone. So I start, you know, doing the podcast definitely helps you because, you know, we have to kind of pay attention, especially when around like, you know, as when the draft starts. Um, so there's that. Yeah, well, um, I wind up paying you don't attention. Get paid for this. I know um, I wind up paying attention to, you know, things like coaching changes, like staff changes. You know, those make a huge difference on teams. <laughs> uh, I don't really um, I haven't bought a magazine like Sean in a long time. So, so there's that. And then, you know, you you have, and I'm not saying people should go crazy and check like 15 different websites and like 30 different podcasts because, you know, you're going to, you're going to get overwhelmed with info. So I would say pick like, I don't know, five of each, maybe let's say hypothetically, just, you know, five of each and just stay with those. Because once you start listening to like 30 different people's input, you're going to have like no direction like on how you want to go
0: at the end of the day, making your fantasy selection should be essentially what Walt Whitman told us about a hundred years ago, which was when you're trying to decide on something, take in all the information and dismiss what offends the soul. Literally that's the Hmm. quote, take it all in and dismiss what offends the soul. That's it. He was talking about religion when he said that, by the way, but it it (laughs) applies in fantasy football because some people treat fantasy football as religion too. So Take it all in. If you want to believe that Le'Veon Bell is going to sign somewhere and be a reasonable draft pick, by all means. Is Le'Veon Bell in camp right now? I don't have him as camp, right? I don't know. I'm looking at the Scott Fishbowl.
1: I'm
0: looking at the Scott Fishbowl. He was drafted number 259. Someone believed he'd be signed. Or will be. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Craig. Burning hot take for the group. What do you got? Okay, Sean, you need to stop. You're giving me vertigo. <laughs> like he's moving around and his camera angles changing. At one point he was on the <laughs> ceiling like Lionel Richie in the 80s. Sit still. Sit um, and stay. <laughs> Craig. Um, For me. This is why it's... we can't do a live video, guys. This is why everybody's <laughs> like, let's do a live thing on YouTube or Twitch. This is why we can't do
3: it. Back um, to Craig. For me, are there any, like. I don't know, I don't know how to word this question. Are there team there so we kind of think, you know, people think teams like the Texans and teams like the Jaguars are not going to be what you would call good this year. Um teams like that, do you still take a risk on drafting someone from those teams, or you just do you just avoid them altogether?
0: Ooh, okay. Bad teams, are they still fantasy viable? Let's start with cinch on that no how no way no we'll how no
1: texans no texans <laughs> uh you know a funny team that i don't think will have a lot of wins craig is the bengal's bengal's are loaded with fantasy players true so i guess in my opinion those guys are going to lean towards being a bust they're not going to win games
2: okay i don't know i
0: Okay. Sean, can
2: are bad teams still fantasy viable? Yes, there are definitely players on teams that are bad, that are fantasy viable. Uh, for instance, um, I'm sure everyone is rushing to go get, uh, James Robinson now. Uh, since, uh, Etienne is out, I think he'll be fantasy viable. I think, um, Usually Detroit line, well, it depends on the situation too. Like the Houston Texans, there's a lot of people that aren't viable, you know, but, but usually on a bad team, wide receivers are viable. Uh So the number one wide receiver on a bad team, you going to see a lot of, a lot of action since they got to pass a lot, you know, to catch up usually. So I'm going to, I want to rephrase this. I want to
0: kind of restructure this question a little bit because we keep bringing up the Texans. So it's important to note that the AFC South, the Texans were only the third worst team. The Jaguars only won one game last year. So let me kind of rephrase it like this. Is there a Texan or a Jaguar you're willing to draft? I want to go back to Cinch really quick. and It can be a very simple answer. Is there a Texan or a Jaguar you would draft right now?
1: Yes, I would take Lawrence probably as a backup to start. I would take Robinson I would take uh, Marvin Jones. I would take uh, Chark. I would take, uh, oh, what's his name? Receiver with the the funky name with the Jags. Chenault. Oh. LaVisca Chenault. LaVisca Chenault, yeah. I would draft him as well.
0: What about you, Craig? Answer your own question.
1: Hmm.
3: That's definitely a hard one. I definitely am not drafting David Johnson. Um, okay, but go beyond that. I'm just using that as a way to narrow down the focus of this conversation. Are there bad
0: teams out there that you would still draft players from?
3: Yeah, I mean, as a as a backup, if they're there, possibly. Um, you know, if I needed a backup running back, and then you know, I was looking at Philip Lindsay and Mark Ingram were options. Like, I would consider it as like a fill in, but not. Yeah, not much, though. I'm going to go.
0: Here's where I'm going to go with it. It's situational from year to year, but you can't ever say there is no bad team I'll draft. There's no bad team that I will 110% avoid every single year. Remember, Detroit's been bad for a century, and they still had Megatron. They still had Barry Sanders. That team was like nine and seven with Barry Sanders. That's how bad it was. Barry Sanders made them a 9- or 10-win team every year. That's how bad Detroit has been historically. Two words, Rodney P. Okay, Aww. just just there you go. So, yeah, I mean, I got to look at it. Cinch is right about there's, there's a couple Jaguars who are worth it. Is there anybody worth it on the Texans? Probably not, in my opinion. But here's what I've learned over fantasy football in the years. By week four, there is somebody on the Texans that everyone's going to try and pick up. Not somebody you're going to draft, but somebody you're going to try and pick mm. up because somebody comes up. Cinch is waving at me. Cinch has a rebuttal.
1: Okay, so Now, have you heard that since Deshaun Watson is being investigated by the FBI, the NFL will not act in any way since he's under investigation? They will wait until that investigation is over. So that means that Watson will probably play the entire season before the commissioner hands down any kind of penalty yeah so that being said my question is would anyone draft him no easy answer Sean Sean shaking his head no
2: I don't know man that's a slippery slope though because he could still put him on the exempt list but um Sean you're barely you're barely audible volume up barely audible you've switched mics
0: So I'm trying here. I'm trying. Well, let's go to Craig while Sean works out his audio problem because Sean switched mics just now. I don't know why. It has something to do with the fact that he was like dancing on the ceiling, I'm sure. But Craig, is Deshaun Watson draftable?
3: Uh, I don't know about... I I don't know about draftable. Waiver wire, yes. I don't think he was draftable before this. I mean, he was so miserable. He does. That's the problem with... like. So say, let's say... Down the road, let's say he gets cleared of this, right? Hypothetically, he plays. like He still doesn't want to be there. He has no interest in being a Texan anymore. And like he clearly still wants to play, and I can't see him risking his future career on playing for a team that he doesn't want to be a part of. Cinch.
1: He is only, I think, 25 or 26. He's a young kid. I mean, hypothetically, none of this is going on. He's on the the worst team, I think, in the league. So, with his talent, he would lift that team, and they're going to win four games just because of him.
0: He is 25 today. He turns 26 in September. I'm looking really quickly at the league, and I'm trying to find a team I think is worse top to bottom than the Texans. And it's hard. It's not the Jaguars? No, I think the Jaguars got better this year. They're not good. I don't know. You look I'm... at those
3: pictures of Urban Meyer. He looks really lost and confused.
0: <laughs> listen. Listen. <laughs> coaching, coaching helps and coaching matters. I'm not saying it doesn't. But I've said it before in this podcast and I will say it to the day I die. Barry Switzer has a Super Bowl ring. Never forget that. <laughs> there are some teams that coaching just doesn't matter. They're going to be great. They're going to not be great. Now, granted, Switzer walked into a team that was fully de- developed stacked. Jimmy Johnson went to go went to go do his hair. And when he came back, his job had been filled. And that was the end of that. Aikman was at his prime. E- Emmett was at his prime. Everybody was just was just on all cylinders. I get that. Urban Meyer. But a coach isn't going to cost you more than one or two wins. Urban. Meyer, well, with maybe with the exception <laughs> of one. What's his name was in Washington. The old ball coach. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But aside from that, it's not. I'm not worried about Urban Meyer, and I'm not worried about the Jaguars. The Jaguars will be better. Last year, the Jacksonville Jaguars won a complete total of one game. They were the worst in the league in scoring with only 306 points. Do that math in your head. That's less than 20 points a game.
1: Also, they were tanking. called yes. Minshew... They didn't want Minshew to play because he might accidentally win a game. So they pulled him. They were trying to be bad. They're going to be much better.
0: They did not win a single game on the road last year. Not one. Do you know how many teams went 0-8 in the road last year? How many? Exactly one. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars. There is no other. The 49ers have a road win. The Lions were 1-7 on the road last year. I know. I have it on the screen over here. You want to know who else won at least one game on the road last year? The Jets. <laughs> Bloody hell. Somebody tell me who that was. Who the hell did the Jets play Miami. and they won a game away? It had to be Miami, right? Don't us uh, It's not showing me. All right, I'll, I'll look it up. We're going to move on while I look that up. So, all right. So um, my question, I'm going to pose my question. I'm going to look up who the hell the Jets won on the road against. My question for you, because you guys have asked such amazing, serious questions so far. I asked this question of you guys last year and I gave you choices. And this year I'm leaving it wide open. The most important part of draft day is the snacks. What is the one snack you have to have on draft day? We'll start with Craig.
3: Um, For me, it's it's a tie between wings and nachos. Only because You can't tie. Pick can't one. Tie? You can right, only have right. one. Be- okay, so then in that case... Because of where our draft has been the last several years, I'm going to say Wings. Okay. Cinch. I have it. The Jets beat the Rams. Wow. Oh, my God.
1: Wow. I would not no have guessed No wonder Jared that. Goff got traded. <laughs> as far as snacks, I don't care. I'm not a fussy Oh, you fan. have
0: to care. No, this is, this is not. Give me this food is and not... I'll eat it. Look at Sean's face right now. He is like, no, you cannot straddle the fence on this, sir. You have to pick a side. You're in in a restaurant that's got a full range of small plate snacks, nachos, wings, chicken tenders, pot stickers, mozzarella sticks, the whole nine yards, but you can only order one. What are you ordering?
1: I like the pub chips. With the blue cheese dipping, that's what I like.
0: Oh, that's all a right. good call, too. Good I hadn't choice. thought of that. That's an interesting one. All right, let's go to the resident foodie, Sean. Sean, what's the one snack you got to have? And we'll wait for the 30-minute explanation while he narrows it down to a list of three <laughs> and then tells us the one he chooses.
2: I'm a foodie. Can you guys hear me better now?
3: You're good. No. I can yeah. hear you. I, I can hear, hear you. It that's means you're matters. being recorded, so that's me. That's we're good. You should be you good.
2: You can hear me. All right. So... <laughs> I am the resident foodie. It's definitely it could be quesadillas.
0: I forgot about quesadillas.
2: Taquitos.
3: Taquitos. Mm.
2: Yes, mozzarella sticks definitely up there.
3: Taquitos are
0: up there, but
3: but, yeah. but no, but no bread because bread's filling. Ah. You got to skip the bread.
0: Well, you're all wrong. The correct answer is nachos. Everyone must have nachos when they draft. That is the correct answer. Thank you for playing our game. We have some <laughs> Tobarone and a home copy of the game for you to take home with you. I'm trying
2: end. to keep my hands clean. Are you pouring
0: and there, Brett. I'm actually pouring a second beer. This is the rare two-beer episode. This is a can of liquid Curage oh, not, by that was Two good. Roads. That was good. This was very good. This was done to support the Closer to Free Ride it's a collaboration to benefit Smilo Cancer Hospital and the Yale Cancer Center between um, Nebco and Two Roads. And I love the can art. You probably can't see it, but the two arms on here have the Two Roads logo as a tattoo and the Nebco logo as a tattoo. Really kind of cool. So I'm supporting cancer patients while I enjoy a beer, and that's that's a good feeling to have. Cinch just showed another can. He's got a can of Sway by Fox Farm.
1: How's the sway oh. compared
0: to the quarter life?
1: Sway was like water. I just drank that right down and it was gone. It was gone before I knew it started.
0: So when are the four of us going to get in a car and just go up to Fox Farm one day? When's that going to happen?
1: Well, not now because I just had these two beers. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Tell me when. The problem with Fox Farm Brewing is that it is literally in the middle of nowhere. So we brought those cans back. Really quick story before we move on. Brought those cans back after a trip to Mystic. I'm leaving Mystic, Connecticut and I say, send me to Fox Farm Brewing. And Waze goes, okay, it's like 40 minutes. And I'm like, all right. We drive five minutes in the highway, and it goes, take the next exit. And I'm like, you told me it was 40 minutes away. Oh, it is. And then you drive <laughs> through this nightmarish hellscape of, like, back roads. We passed a minimum of four farms and six farm supply companies. And then we turned down a dark road that had no lights. So at night, it'd be a problem. Hi, Stephanie. And um, Sean's wife just walked in the background, so she can't hear me, though. I just realized that. Anyway, um, she looked at the camera like, oh, my God, am I on camera right now? Yeah, she was. She listens to the podcast. She'll know. Um, And and then you turn down this dark, winding road. And if you don't look for the sign, you will miss it because the sign is like two feet by two feet. And it's behind a bush. (laughs) Like, it's the worst place sign of all time. And I so I I drive like two miles an hour down this road just so I make sure I don't miss it. But fantastic beer, great little place. So I right, hey, moving on. So moving
2: also, on. Said, hi Stephanie. So hi Deb. Thank you, Sean. Hi to Deb.
0: Hi, hi to Carmine too. I don't know if any. I know. I know you guys check our Twitter pretty regularly, but um, Carmine, the gentleman who submitted the question a couple weeks ago, has been retweeting us like crazy. We have a nice. We have another Thanks. another. Yeah, thank you for that, Carmine. If you hey, Carmine, if you want to get into a best ball league. DM us. Our DMs are open. We'll throw you a slot in the in the best ball league we're planning. It's not going to be anything fancy. It's not going to cost any money. Come join us. So, all right, let's talk more draft stuff. This is like a very laid back episode. I get it. We talked about how you prepare for a draft. And one of the things we talked about was mock drafts. I want to hear from our contributors. How many mock drafts do you actually do in preparation for your regular drafts? Are you mock draft guys? I know Craig is. Craig, you've probably done 20 mock
3: drafts already uh you rough guess yeah probably seen t- like 50 15 20 i know sean okay. sean outweighs but that number so sean
0: looks like the cat who just ate the canary sean how many mock drafts have you already done
2: way way too many to count
3: take a guess how many you've done
2: oh, estimate God. over a hundred
3: sean has done over a hundred mock drafts of
2: this season of this season a lot of those were actually in preparation to help us with the Scott Fishbowl. Oh my God, on. Scott Fishbowl!
0: I you. gave him credit when he wasn't on, but we got to call him out right now when he is on. Um, Sean's input on the Scott Fishbowl draft was absolutely essential and really crucial to us getting some of the players that we got. He was tossing names out like two or three rounds. He's like, you know, what you need to watch in like the next three or four rounds, and he was tossing a name out like. Who the frick is that? I don't know who the hell that is. So I had to look it up. And a lot of the guys we ended up with, I think, was it, uh, but Craig tossed that one. Was it Amon St. Brown? Was that Craig or was that Sean? That was Sean. That was Sean. Sean tossed out so Amon St. Brown.
3: I drafted him in our Keeper League. After
0: dynasty, you heard from Sean. League. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So we know Sean does a million mock drafts. Craig does a few. Cinch, are you a mock draft person? Do you use mock drafts to prep?
1: I have done zero mock drafts. One year I did about ten and I got so angry that every time I did a mock draft, I got a good team. And then when I got to when it really counted, my friends that were my so called friends that were in my leagues drafted guys that ruined everything and I didn't like my teams. So I said, the hell with the mock drafts, I'm done. And that comes
0: to the point you made earlier with listening to experts versus not li- Everybody who does a mock draft thinks they're an expert. I tell the story every year, so I'll tell it this year. I was sitting in two roads, and I did a best ball draft just as a prep. I prefer to do best ball over mock drafts just because I feel like people – mock drafts is real easy to go, hey, look, I'm going to fuck with all these guys and take Amon St. Brown in the second round. Watch <laughs> Those guys exist. They're out there. But best ball, even if it's just a small amount of money, two or three bucks or five bucks, those guys actually tend to do things a little bit more. you got to dismiss the idiots. I always tell this story, sitting in two roads, I'm doing a best ball draft, pick one, two, second pick overall. This dude took Deshaun Watson two years ago and then started going off in the chat about how he was going to kick everybody's ass because Deshaun Watson was the best player in the league. Oh my God, et cetera, I remember this. Et <laughs> oh my God, I just remember. Craig was there. I just remember looking at Craig going, This guy is on crack, right? <laughs> he just took Deshaun Watson, not even a quarterback. He took Deshaun Watson with the second pick of a draft in the best ball. And basically told all of us he just won the league. By the way, we won that league. We won like twenty bucks, because it was a <laughs> dollar entry or something like that, or two dollar entry. We won like twenty bucks, and that guy finished eighth. Because that was the year Deshaun Watson hurt his knee. So Mock drafts, to Cinch's point, take them with a grain of salt. You have to take them in small sample size and you can't overly think about it. Sean has his hand in the air and I'm shocked because we're talking about his favorite thing next to food, mock drafts. Sean, what do you got?
2: Just the one thing I have to tell everyone about. I always like to do the mock drafts with people. Doing it against the computer, you're basically it changes it up a little bit with variants, but they always close to the ADP. I don't really like that all that much. Um, so I like doing it with people because they do throw curveballs every once in a while, like the Sean Watson in the second pick. Pick a pick. But, um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but, you know, then, then also don't pay attention to that draft grade at the end because they always give you a grade. And just because you get a, a B minus or whatever it's because you want to see where people are going. It's not because you want to get a best grade, because if you just draft the best person at ADP, you'll get the best grade. That's not the point. Right. So don't do it that way.
0: All right. I, I totally get that. And I, I'm with him on that. So, okay. I just lost my screen somehow. Where'd you all go? Uh-oh. There you go. Okay.
3: We're We're here.
0: <laughs> so here. for the, for the newer players, I want to ask the, all of you uh, a different question. What's the site you like to use best? What site does the best job with fantasy football in general for you? So, like, let's just say, hypothetically, you're sitting at home on a Friday night and you got nothing better to do, which is an absolute lie because all of us are married. Half of us have kids. (laughs) But just imagine living a life where you have nothing better to do on a Friday night but register for a league and do a draft. What site are you going to? I want to start with Sean on this. What site is the one you're like? You know what? I just want to join a random league. Here's where I'm going.
2: I am going to Draft Wizard Fantasy Pros. I love. I just love their their rankings and stuff like that. And I, I'm talking um, of real leagues, not
0: a mock. Oh, really? real oh. leagues. Really, you just want to join a random league and just do an additional league. What?
2: What site do you like for that random league? Uh, I usually go with uh, DraftKings. For season long, well, best ball. Best, best ball, best okay. Ball. That, that's where I'm at. For for regular leagues, I I probably wait and do Yahoo a Yahoo league. Okay, cinch. What's the site you like use best? Well, I'll say this: last season
1: we used Fan Tracks, a fucking disaster. <laughs> so, anything but Fan Tracks. I've used NFL Network. I've used CBS had problems with ESPN, but I understand a lot of people like it. I don't. Um, I enjoy NFL Network. When you draft, they have the ringing of the bell and the commissioner saying that you're on the clock. Little things like that make it good. Oh, my God,
0: the fan tracks thing. So last year we put together a Dynasty League really quick. Cinch put together a Dynasty League and he was like, "What kind of sites do Dynasty?" And Craig was like, "Fantrax does Dynasty, but I haven't really used them." And Central was like, "Fine, let's give them a try." And it just went
3: so badly. So it was bad. It was. Craig, and, and, uh, and it was... we
1: went a full week and a half without knowing who won the previous week's. Game. <laughs> oh yeah, because they True. screwed up the
3: scoring.
0: <laughs> no, no, that was not us. Remember, they had the data breach; they couldn't download data from the NFL. That was a couple sites, was, though, wasn't it? I, I, it was. It was. was. But Fantrax was the last to recover. Like, everybody else had recovered, and Fantrax was still like, we're waiting for a call. Just stand by. They'll get to <laughs> us in a minute or two. And obviously, they're like, I could be 0-3 or 3-0. and 0. I have no freaking clue. So,
3: Craig, who do you like? Um, um So, I like using... I'm okay. I'm all right with Yahoo, even though they do snake drafts. I'm not a fan of snake drafts. Oh um, my God. Here we go. CBS is okay because we've used it for so long, but like cinch, I really do enjoy uh, NFL's um fantasy site slash app. Um, it's very, they've improved it over the years and it's, it's very user friendly and it's, it's pretty straightforward. So they, if I'm looking to join like a quick league, I'm um, look there first.
0: For me, the answer is Sleeper. I've really started to really use the Sleeper app a little bit more, and I really kind of enjoy it, but I kind of agree with all of you. I've never used NFL.com. Maybe I'll roll a a random league on NFL.com this year just to get the experience with it. So, all right, we'll see how that goes. All right, a couple more quick questions and final thoughts. I want to go around the horn right now. This is a question I did not prep with any of you, so it's off the top of your head. If you were talking to a guy who was getting to fantasy football for the first time, what's the one piece of advice you would give him about getting into fantasy football? And we're going to start with Craig.
3: So they've never.
0: They've never drafted a team in their life. What's in the one life. thing you're going to tell them other than don't go to fan tracks?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, Craig, What do you got? Wow. There's there's so many things to tell people um Frank passes and we'll come back to him We're yeah, going to six. go back come back to me
1: hey the first thing i would tell someone you're a fan of a team you have a favorite team because you have a favorite team does not mean you want to draft the quarterback the two receivers the running back and the tight end of that team because you're going to shoot yourself in the foot that's so that's pick, good
3: pick that's, that's good <laughs> pick one
1: target and maybe a quarterback and that's it and don't draft anyone else from your team Okay.
0: Craig, back to you. That's a great That's a great that's answer. That's
3: a good answer. Um, for me, I think I would tell them to pay attention to running back first because that's where everyone is going to go. Um, so I would advise that that's the position to, the, to consider drafting first. Okay. Sean, give
0: the newbie players one piece of advice.
2: Know your league. Know what your league's scoring system is. You need to know this in order to draft the right way. In the you you can you can draft quarter uh, running back first, yeah, that's fine. You're in a super flex or a 2QB league, you might not want to do that. You might want to draft a quarterback first. So just know your league, know your scoring system, and then base it off of that. And definitely, if you're a new player, do mock drafts because you want to see based on your scoring system because you want to see what what the trends are
0: for me. The answer is don't panic. People have a tendency to overreact early on. And Mm. that's where you get the buy low sell high mentality. So that one wide receiver who in week one has eight catches for 136 yards and a touchdown. You don't immediately go out and sell half your team to get him. But if you have him by all means sell him for six other
2: people. Don't overreact. Sean, one more piece of advice. Be able to pivot in your draft. Don't yeah. focus pivot. on one person. <laughs> have have I will you know have the tiers of players that you like because most likely that one player that you like is going to be sniped right before you. So yeah. make sure you can, you can pivot. Oh my god.
0: The, the slowest drafter in the history of the world just told people to be prepared? <laughs> If you've never drafted with Sean, you don't know this, but it's like hitting a brick wall on the Autobahn. (laughs) That was somebody else's words, not mine. Cinch,
1: what do you got? Another thing I was thinking of, I've been in leagues with new people who think it's wise to draft four or five quarterbacks, and then someone will come to them for a trade, and that's just not how it works.
3: There's 32 starting quarterbacks. So, (laughs) like...
1: And no one, one, is one is coming to league. you. You're in a one crazy back league. Definitely
0: not. Agreed. So now, conversely, last question before we get to final thoughts. I want you each to give – so I didn't give mine. The uh, best advice I can give for new fantasy players is to listen to the Football Fig Nuts podcast on a daily basis. This is listen true. Listen to it. 201 oh, episodes. Did. Go back four years and listen to us talk about Peyton Manning going to Denver. Do it, damn it. Just go and do it. Don't ask questions. Do it now. So final question. I want each of you to give me one piece of advice for seasoned players. So these guys, you know, everyone on this call has a minimum, a minimum of 20 years of fantasy football experience. Minimum. We're about to hit 30 years And that. And since just holding up the number four, so he either just joined the four horsemen, and is about to go do a tag team match with Arn Anderson and Ric Flair. Or he is indicating he's up to 40 years of experience. He's frozen on my screen. I'm pretty sure he's flipping me off. But he's frozen <laughs> on my screen. Okay. So so what's the one piece of experience you want to give, one piece of advice you want to give to experienced players? And we're going to start with the four horsemen there, man, over there with Sitch.
2: Uh,
1: I was going to say, to me last my advice goes into my my final thought for the day.
0: That's fine. So oh. he's going to take a 20. He's going to take a 20-second timeout, and we'll go to Craig. I love that. I love that. We'll just take the 20. <laughs> Craig, what's the one piece of exper- advice you'd give to experienced players this year?
3: Um, So, A, just so everyone, because everyone else had a second beer, uh, my second beer is Obituary by Northway Brewing. Uh, but <laughs> It's a
0: Northway Brewing kind of thing.
3: It is. Uh, mine, mine being experienced players is just to calm down. Like if if we've all had players that we've really wanted to draft and then someone before you drafts them, don't let it ruin your draft. Like you can be annoyed, but you know, don't let it ruin your entire, your entire draft because
0: You mean like when Sean sits there and says he's never going to take Clyde Edwards Hilaire in the first round and then does it and I throw a chair?
3: (laughs) No, but you still drafted a pretty good team. Yeah, well, Cam. (laughs) I turned the camera off because I was (laughs) done. (laughs) Drafted a better team than I did. See? That was a bad pick.
0: (laughs) It was a good pick. You just should have traded him to me when you had the chance. That's the thing. Bad picks are guys that never produce anything. By week four, Clyde Edwards Hilaire was like in the top ten. You should have moved him. Anyway, go on, Craig. Sorry.
3: Uh, yeah. So I would just say, just don't let it um, don't let it ruin your draft day. You know, don't tilt. That's right. Don't tilt, Sean. Experienced
0: players tell them one thing they need to know.
2: Well, I hope they don't need to know these things, but you know, I mean, I, yeah, that's a good one with Craig with the don't don't get upset with somebody. I mean, obviously, that's why you draft, why you do the team. Know, know what you're, you know, not only the t- but but where, where would you say, you know, say you have this list of, you know, running backs that you love, okay? But there is a tier where you say, okay, these running backs have to go before I draft this wide receiver. So you'd have to... Not only having the tiers of your position, but knowing where you would pivot to the other position.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's fair for me. And it kind of goes off of where Sean was just going, have a plan, but be flexible. I think that's what Sean was just trying to say. I said it in fewer words. Yes. Have a plan, but be flexible. I'll never forget the year I walked into the draft. And, and for the guys on this call, this was one of the years we did it at the Bluefish. It okay. was the year that Craig and Mario got really sick because they ate like 15 hot dogs because we got the all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> and they just thought they could keep eating hot dogs until they died. That year, I picked number seven. And I just remember saying to myself, here's six guys I want. I want one of these six. All six of those guys went in the top six picks. So here I am at seven and I ended up drafting Ryan Matthews. That's how old we all are and how long you've been doing this. And yeah, Sean just made a face like, Oh my God, cringe worthy. It was, it really was that, that cringeworthy. Don't, don't be, have a plan, but don't be glued to it. Don't be rigid. You have to be flexible when you draft. You have to react to how other people draft around you. And that's how you can be successful. Gentlemen, I am out of beer and sad. we are out of time. Sad. It's sad. Every week. Craig says that sad. Every it's
2: week. So quick. So quick.
0: We've been on for almost an hour. Oh almost an hour.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We can go on. Let's go
0: on. We seriously go on. could go for like another hour or two easy with this. But. We all have jobs to do in the morning. So let's move on to final thoughts. Let's start with our friend Cinch. Cinch, what's your final thought for folks on draft season slash strategy slash prep?
2: Okay,
1: my final thought. So if you're listening to this, I'm thinking that you're, you're a veteran. You've been doing this for a while and you want insight. Here's my insight. Everyone is an expert. No one is an expert experts that you listen to, you print out these sheets. They don't know anything more than you do. Well, they just spend more time doing it. So put in more time. Don't just print out a sheet and say, "Okay, these guys are gone, so I take that guy." Also, when you do print out your your cheat sheet, ahead maybe 20 picks before you make your pick, because there might be a guy 12 picks away from where you're picking. You see the experts say this guy is the 60th player, but you might think I want him more than any of these guys ahead of him, but don't just blindly follow what the experts say. Do your printout, but know what you're talking about. Spend an hour, spend two hours. If you love this, that time flies by.
0: That's a a great final thought. Let's go to uh, Sean. Sean, final thought
2: on your draft it you're there with your friends (laughs) you know you're you're there with your friends you're having a good time and you've done your preparation you know what you're doing you've what 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 since just said you know have your have your tears have your your readiness and just have fun with you know you might not get the guy that you wanted in that round particular spot pivot and have a great time that's 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 the best thing i can say in the end it's all about fun
0: you son of a bitch that was absolutely my final thought was don't overthink <laughs> and have a good time and you killed it you just stole it out from underneath me you jerks and all i gotta you got we gotta <laughs> craig while i think of something better
3: craig what do you got um so a couple of random things uh ryan matthews is 33 years old um and like and like selling uh, he, real estate in he, Arizona. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't play anymore. <laughs> uh, second oh. is I don't think the word pivot has ever been used more in this podcast in 5 years.
2: We did a word <laughs> cloud for this one. <laughs> and if you don't think about the friends episode pivot, then, then you're too young.
3: That's uh that's true. Uh, yeah, you know, my final thought is I don't want to repeat whatever else said, but add to not add it to add it to that uh, you know, just if you don't like expert, quote unquote, experts lists, just make your own list and just just go with it and, you know, see what happens and just let the draft come to you.
0: And that's the thing I just came up with as I'm <laughs> listening to Craig. Let the draft come to you is plan B. So, you know what my final thought is? Hmm. Running back up. Running back, oh. Yeah, running back, running back, running back. Your first four picks are all running backs. The only time you don't take a running back in the first four picks is if you take Blake Bortles. That's it. (laughs) So you go running back, running back, Blake Bortles, running back. That's what you do. My final thought is, don't forget, guys, we're here. And when I say guys, I mean to our listeners, not to the, the three of you. We're here all year long. We're not going anywhere. Our contributor pool is happy to help you with stuff. Start sit decisions, add drop decisions. Reach out to us when you feel like it. Start thinking about DFS. Once you, The moment your draft, your season long is over, it's time to start thinking DFS. Like literally at 8.27 p.m., you finish a draft, DFS season starts at 8.28. That's the way you got to look at it. We will be here for all of those things. Please reach out to us. Don't hesitate to ask along those lines. Well, how the hell do I reach out to you? Well, I'm going to tell you we are at fig nuts DFS on Twitter. We are fig nuts DFS at gmail.com. We have a website, fignutsdfs.com nuts, DFS.com. What am I forgetting? Twitter. Oh, Facebook. We are the football fig nuts podcast on Facebook reach out to us. We love to hear from people. We heard from Carmine a couple weeks ago. I can't shut up about it. I love talking about this guy. He was just the nicest guy. He was like, Oh my God, I'm so happy for your advice. Thank you, Carmine. And thank you for listening. Don't hesitate. DFS is starting. Enjoy draft season. Like Sean said, make sure that you keep your own counsel. Like Cinch said, and I already forgot what Craig said, but Craig made a great point too. And I don't remember what it is. <laughs> what I, said was your I, thought
3: about? I said, let the draft come to you.
0: Which she steals from me because I say that every year, but so that's that's fine. You know what? The, the other thing you should do, in addition to all those things, is you should leave us a review wherever you listen to us: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher FM, we're on iHeartRadio, Radio, we're on Spotify, wherever you pick we're up this Canada. podcast. We're in Canada. We're in Canada. I got an email this week from um, uh, from uh, Charitable telling me that. Uh, audacity is that where you listen to us since she's holding up something called audacity anyway um we 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 got an email this week from chartable telling us we are on the top 200 podcasts in canada and i'm like there's canadians who listen to us okay great i'm half canadian so that's fantastic to me i love to hear that i love to hear that my wife actually did our genealogy and found out that one of my ancestors blew themselves up at the battle of montreal but that's a story for another time at least he
2: tried He did. He was trying. He just blew himself up in the process. If we get enough Canadian listeners, Britt, we could do a curling podcast.
0: That idea don't don't go there. That (laughs) idea has already been floated and discussed. We're not gonna go there. There's other people already working on that actually, believe it or not. So anyway, anyway, leave us a review. We are happy to hear from you. We are happy to hear any questions you may have for us. We are really happy to incorporate you into our podcast gentlemen this is the end of our roundtable series i really appreciate all of you taking time like i said this is an unpaid gig that these guys take time out of their personal lives to go do so thank you to the cinch thank you to sean thank you as always to craig don't forget to leave us a review wherever you listen to us next week i'm taking the week off do you know why because sean and i are going drinking and drafting we have a draft for our work league And that's going to require us to be off the air. So I I believe the cinch and Craig will be here to uh, answer all your questions and get you set up for the season and late draft season. But until then, we appreciate all you have done. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We are excited to bring season five to you until next week. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And for cinch and Sean, we are the fig nuts football podcast. (laughs)